All right, you can see it? Yeah. Can you hear it? Is it too loud? No, it's good. Okay. She hasn't watched the music video really? in a long time. No, like, oh. not since, like, I did it for, uh, what's it called? What you watching? What you listen to? For Hater's oh, Gift. Yeah, for Hater's ah. Gift. But I listen to the song every day. But I just haven't watched the music video since then. Well, I mean, the music video doesn't do much. million views? Wow. Did you not see that they were, they're still up for, like, wins on music shows? <laughs> like, no, I did not And they're competing see. very strongly. Like, they came second to Nyan and her first win. Oh. Like, it's insane. This song is definitely so deep. I mean, yeah, it's so good. It's funny though, I still like Levin more than the song. Um, not me, sorry, can't relate. This is the song for me. I should probably make that full screen. I just realized I had tabs open, so I was like, wait. <laughs> It, was it anything suspicious? I mean, I'm not gonna have anything suspicious on my computer. <laughs> well, I'm sure my screen, but anyways. <laughs> you know, I actually only. Know I feel two. like I know their names now. Oh, I was about to That's say I only Ray. know two of them. <laughs> um, or is that Ray? Okay, no. Okay, I'm. I know their names. Some of them. I don't I know her, but I know Liz because she's the blonde and she's my favorite member. And then there's Yunjin, and then there is um, Wan Young, and then there's a Ray. I can't remember if that's Ray or if the other short one is Ray. So I only know the Is One members. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> but we already discussed, remember we had discussed it, and I said to you that, like, I have a hard time knowing who the members of Fort Gen groups are. Yeah. I'm excited for Stacey's comeback. Yes. Because you know yes. I also love Run To You, so. And Itzy's coming back, and um, who else is coming back? Some other people are coming back. Um, hold on, let me. Oh, wait, why did I do that? What I meant to do <laughs> is go here so I can pull up that because that's what we're going to be doing later. Uh, but, anyways, uh, let's <laughs> stop now. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Soju Chronicles. I am Nat. And I'm Nikki. And we are here to talk. Well, we're here to generally talk about all things anime, mangas, K-pop, K-drama, well, K-dramas and books, but it, uh, this is a special episode because we are at the K-pop Social Night Festival, Woo! and we are here, uh, <laughs> which is in support of NAMI, uh, which is the North American Mental Illness organization i didn't know that um and because it is um 
Minority Mental Health Month, and we are proud participants and also donators to this very, very important cause. Uh, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but we thought we'd start off with something a little bit fun. And we are going to be listening to Espa's latest album titled Girls. It dropped a couple days ago, actually. Yeah. Um, was it, was it Thursday or Friday? Friday. Friday. And the album really only has like two new songs because everything else was either pre-released or um was like a pre-release or released earlier like they literally have like a full version that includes dreams come true and like forever the those covers that they did so we're just gonna be listening to like the ep version and yeah we i haven't listened to it yet you have listened to it but you yeah could. but i already forgot what it sounded like so yeah um weird like just full disclosure because I told Matt this and I was like when it comes to Espa I the only member I know and can immediately recognize is Ning Ning I Giselle and Winter are very interchangeable to me and then the only time I recognize Karina is if someone posts a group picture and they're like here's Espa and I'm like oh that's Karina but if I see like Karina on the timeline separate by herself I don't know who that is sad um <laughs> because like two of these girls karina and winter specifically are just like pushed to the forefront they are like everything that's it about k-pop in the fourth gen think like jenny in the third gen that's what winter and karina are you know at this point along with like wan young um and, and what's her the, name from stacy from stacy and, and those girls from les seraphim seraphim i can't remember um not not the bully the other ones um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways uh so that's what we're gonna be doing first we're just gonna talk about espa's girls and uh we're gonna actually watch the music videos and listen to the songs for the first time together and sort of do just like a live review and then we're gonna talk about afterwards um just you know mental health and how to protect yours in 2022 in a lot of these fandom spaces um, because we know that that is a continuing issue um, that people face and why people burn out so quickly or leave fandoms because of a lot of the toxicity that's going on in the fandom spaces and just like around the world and things. So let us get into it. We are going to start with girls. Oh, before we start, what are you drinking? Oh, I made a margarita. <laughs> fancy is it like flavored or is it just like yeah I made so I saw this recipe for a watermelon um, margarita and so I made a frozen watermelon margarita this is really hot Perfect. it's like really really hot right now it is actually incredibly hot I am drinking some barefoot moscato of which is pretty honestly it was pure it's full. I was like, why not? Why would I open something new if I can just drink that? So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get into Espa. And we're going to start with share sound. Yes. Uh, we're going to start with girls. girls. 
Should I put up subtitles? Sure. Oh, they're green subtitles. <laughs> so that's Giselle. Okay. See, I know. See, that's Ning Ning. Yeah, I know yes. Ning Ning. I told you, I know Ning Ning. But she stands out. She's like, my girl. Yeah, Karina is the Japanese Korean member. Who usually is always in the back whenever they do formation. This is Winter. They call her Little Taeyeon. Why? Um, because vocally and I guess because she's really small. Oh, okay. She is the most stable live, I think. Oh. And this is Karina. Well, I know Karina, I told you. Yeah, yeah. I recognize Karina when I'm she's saying in it. the group. When she's in the group, it's just outside of it. But yeah, yeah, even though I feel like she has a new face every time I see her. But that's besides the point. I feel like this is like their least exciting title. I agree. Yeah. I and I I, I kind mean, of like Because I feel like the SME pushes the two lows together. Um, much? To answer your question, I think they just don't have expression. Like, I don't think it has anything to do with the concept that they're trying to do. I just think they don't have expression. Yeah. I feel like you should probably have hired some girls who maybe want to go into acting too, since their whole thing is that, you know, they're fighting to save the world with novice. That's novice. Um, but like I feel like Black Mamba with that smile, little smirk that they keep showing, they keep showing in this music video, has more expressions than any of the girls. Yeah. And also that looks really awkward, like that dance move thing. Maybe they're maybe they're they're better with English. I don't know. I'm reading I the chat. <laughs> That's why. Oh. oh, okay. <laughs> Open the chat, Matt. Jeez. <laughs> I was watching the music video. Yeah, you can put it side to side by side. Uh. Oh, never mind. It's okay. I'll read the mess. I'll, I'll read it. Too. Yeah, you focus on that. <laughs> <laughs> also, like they do the same moves whenever like they do high note that hand either stretch like that or just like yeah they always do it that's true i just like girls we need to do something new i think and i mm -hmm. i just think espa just as performers they really like they definitely need to go like they need to start like performing at like music festivals and stuff because they're touring Huh? I think that or touring. I think that helps. Yeah, black they need. Yeah, they. Yeah, it helps with black things. So I think that's what they need. They need to start like touring and stuff because they're not good performers at all. Well, 
Well, at least they beat the they can't sing allegations. <laughs> they did so beat the, I'm happy. They did beat the they can't sing allegations. Which to I'm be very, very fair, happy about that. To be fair, I don't know why that was allegations because like they're from SME. Hello. Yeah, like if there's <laughs> one thing about SME, they're they they train their people. Yeah. I just and they it, know how to maintain their voice said over that years. It worries her that two of them works with the top women of SM and nothing has changed. Yep. Yeah. But this is why I feel like they keep, they need to stop pushing. Um, okay, so do you want to talk about each track or just like at the end kind of talk about it? We can do whatever you want. Okay. Um, I will say just real quickly about girls. I thought it was catchy. Like we them it, girls, it like of, um, step back. Yes, yes, it did as well too. Uh, and I think they sounded fantastic on it, but it was definitely. I think it was a bit too safe for a group like Espa, who had Black Mamba, Savage, and Next Level, which are like very Ugh, sort of polarizing so songs. Yeah, like they're they're kind of polarizing when they each came out. Like there's because they're so strong. A lot of people were kind of not into it as much. Like I remember when Next Level dropped on the same time as Mafia in the morning, and everybody hated it. And I was the only one who was like, "No, these are fantastic tracks. You're gonna all love them eventually." Mm. And what happened? No, Next I Level. Loved, yes, no, 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 even because I loved Next Level when it dropped. You know, I did, and I still do. Um, Mafia in the morning. No, that's that's still has not grown on me. I'm sorry. Such a good song such a good song but anyways yes let's get into illusion which i actually like better than girls wait i said that word on the street is that they're good live but they're pandemic babies have you yes. seen pandemic babies now that there's some yeah <laughs> that makes sense though because like when i do um my radio show on on um what do i do it on station station head, station head. um <laughs> like whenever i play um pandemic groups as I call them now um like they all have distinct sounds and even when I watch those music videos I noticed like they're they're not used to performing a lot of time because they had no audience right that whole time mm-hmm. so I think a lot of these pandemic groups are usually really really dependent on like um camera work to sort of like engage yeah their content uh so uh, Ning Ning is such a baddie I love her me too <laughs> Actually, you know what? Okay, Giselle fucked up that one time. I I get it, but I still like Giselle. Okay, which one I'm of these? Which record. one of these? Which one? Of, which the the short blonde one and the brown hair? Which one's Giselle? She's the brown haired one. Okay, so the short, the short blonde, blonde is, is Winter. Hair. Yeah, okay. that's Little Taeyeon as they call her. So wait, who's the rapper? Because I saw a discourse on the timeline that they don't like they don't have the main rapper rapping as much. Who's the main rapper? Is that Giselle? Giselle? Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I saw the tweet and I had to laugh because you know, because someone <laughs> said, "Well, yeah, exactly, Asia." So someone said that um, that. Espa is following the Blackpink print to the T because they have Karina doing all the rapping. <laughs> even though Karina Giselle does rap a lot, even though that's Giselle's job. Even though Giselle's rapper, just like yeah. Blackpink, where Lisa is doing all the rapping, even though Jenny's the main rapper. 
Well, it, I will stay with Espa. Winter raps, Karina sings, so I feel like they're trying to like, and, and Giselle does sing. Um, like in songs where they don't really have rap in it, like she does mm -hmm. sing, and she's a actually pretty good singing voice too. Uh, so maybe they're trying to like have the girls be multifaceted instead, uh, instead of having like fixed roles. Mm -hmm. It's not like where Lisa can't sing, so she has to rap. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no shade to Lisa. I love Lisa. She's my favorite member. But I mean, like reality, guys. Trying to make a more rounded group versus yeah. red velvet. You know, Red Velvet sounds good. Oh, I, I love them. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I, I have a hard time sort of connecting with um, Red Velvet in my So for, Mel said that part. this song grew on her, and I agree. I think this song- It did too. The first time I heard it, I hated it. I was like, no, this is garbage. And then Same. I think it was a performance that helped it grow on me. Because uh, I really love the choreo for the song. Like, I think it's so good. I actually watched the video with just, like, the original choreo. And it's as good as well, too. So, um, and I think they did a good job of, the, of changing it for this group. Um, I'm not sure what Ning Ning's wearing here. Is it, it's, like, no, pants being held fashion. together? But all, uh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's the fashion. But you know what's funny? I don't even think anyone wears that pants anymore. Like, it's, I like, out like, now? Yeah, I think that was, like, a 2019 look. I'm dying. I'm dying because I'm, I'm like, are they holding it together with like plastic tags or something? Like, what's even going on there? I don't know. It's the okay. Song, <laughs> well, we're on the lead. Karina looks like a different person every time I see her. I can see that. Are they gonna make a lingo in this song? Or are they just gonna sing about making a lingo? Uh, they're singing about making a lingo. Okay, this song's not doing anything for me. <laughs> like, at all. You do look like an alien, that's true. Though they did make kwanga like a everyday word, so but it really was. It wasn't a word that they like created. Kwanga literally means like in the wilderness or something like that in Korean. So kind of a boring song. I was gonna say there's nothing here for me personally. I'm kind of. You know what, this is one of those songs that kind of makes me happy that they don't make songs over three minutes anymore. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, when is the song done? Can we skip it? I just, I don't know. That's fine. How long is it? Is it um, 2.55 is like the time for this video, but sometimes they end these videos early. And it's like dead air. I mean, I don't really, there's, we can skip it. 
But I feel like I don't think I'm just interested in this gonna happen for the rest of the song. Yeah. Okay, well I feel like this is like the last. Yeah, because yeah. it's over anyway. Okay, so this is life's too short, but this is like the Korean version of it. Mm-hmm. Does does Giselle look different here too? <laughs> Karina? No, she- Giselle. Karina's smiling, so I think that's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Winter never smiles. I don't like it's really funny when everyone's like, she's so cute, cute, cute. But I'm like, she's like, she kind of has resting bitch face in some cases. I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, I will say that it's less awkward in Korean. It sounds like based on what I can understand and the hangul and stuff is that like they probably made the song in Korean first and then translated it into English because the English is kind of clumsy and there's like quite a few songs that they do that where they like instead of like making it English lyrics it's like it's Korean and then they translate it to English but then it doesn't translate the same, you know? It feels very awkward. Cause like that's how I kind of felt with that Nyan song that we listened to on the album. Remember? Where I said that yeah. like the song itself sounds okay, but like just the way that the she flowed those words just didn't connect. I think it's funny because that song she, was a song that she wrote. <laughs> like or yeah. she co-wrote. So that was like the weirdest part. But also like she's and she's like been regularly taking English lessons um, as well, so it could be, it could be that like she's just limited. Um, I don't know. Oh, sorry, I'm chewing. <laughs> as usual. I mean, what else would be new? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is like a regular episode for us, and I chew all the time. Like, the lyrics are definitely more meaningful here. I feel like the English in the English version is just like kind of half of what they took from the internet and then half what they took from the dictionary. I still, um, think about, so. I still think about that tweet that I saw that went viral where Stacey said, isn't going down bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes! Like, Stacy girl is going down. Isn't that a bad thing? Do you even want to go down? Like this is why. And I'm like, and that was just like that was the perfect like example example of why these people love using A A B and have no idea what it means. Just yeah, yeah. I like the English version better. Mm. Me too. Not just because I can sing along to it. I just think it's like catchier. So this is I see you, which is oh, and, but they don't mean pretty. Yeah. I mean, you know, all the girls get like, well, all the girls and the boys get PS before they debut now. So everybody's always pretty. I know, I kind of miss the awkward phase though. I too. Like I look at old like SNSD stuff, and I'm like, Jessica's old face is just classic. You know, like all of their old faces are so classic. I did like their And I mean, I think that I thought they were all pretty then. I still think they're all pretty now. I don't really care, but like, well, I mean, not all of them are pretty. And now, but I just like, think SM, I, I think SM has like 
a jaw shaven like surgical Dr. Kim. They have a Dr. Kim on hand. They have to. <laughs> because there's no way that everybody gets work done. Like pre-debut. They gotta get they have they, they have to have their own like maybe they invest in like a doctor, like a, a plastic surgeon um like office, then they just send everybody there. But it's like funny, well they're like haha funny, but it's just like interesting that they all have like the same chin. Like all of them. Oh, absolutely. They don't divest from like one look. Because remember in Korea, it's like everybody has to still look the same. Yeah. So. Yeah, that just sucks. I like. <laughs> Sorry? How do you feel about the song? <laughs> um, you know, it's really pleasant sounding. Like, if I was in a cafe and, I was and the song came on, I'd be okay with it. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's totally a cafe song. Definitely a cafe song. It could be yeah. like in the background of like a drama. Yes, or like um, a rom com, like an English language rom com. And I think it would just fit in really well. Speaking of, this is random and not related mm-hmm. at all to what we're talking sure. about. But sure. I want to do a rom com watch a thon or something. Or we just watch a yeah. rom That's fun. Okay. This weekend is perfect, actually, because uh, no, I don't I'm have anything. Well, it can't be. <laughs> my birthday is on the twenty second, so I it can't know. be the weekend after. <laughs> it can't be the weekend after that either. It's Jamaican Independence. I'm just saying, we're gonna work it out though. Well, Jamaican, I thought it was on the ninth. The sixth. Oh. Wait, I thought it was the ninth. It's Jamaican six. Independence. Oh. You're not a good Jamaican. Well, I'm technically a Canadian anyways, so. Oh, oh, okay, sorry. Oh, you know what, Jamaica Day is on the 9th. That's what it was. What? In I don't know why, like, there's, like, in, oh, it's to, wait, what? Because in Canada, we have, like, they celebrate, like, something called, like, Jamaica Day, but they never do it on the actual day. So it's always, like, some random day in July that they have, like, events at Edmonton, which is like Jamaicaville. So I feel like I may have just like confused the date in that sense. You know, um, one of my friends was like, oh, I don't want to go. She was like, I forget what she said. She was like, oh, she doesn't want to go to this place because, you know, it's going to be violent. But she wanted to go to, um, she wanted to go to, what's it called? Caribana. And I was like, what are you, what? Are you going to say something is violent and they want to go to Caribana? Like, make it make sense. Uh, I haven't been to Caribana since I was like in my early 20s and um, I don't see myself ever going back to Caribana like to be quite honest with you I love my people but every single time I went I had to drop to the ground because there were gunshots I just like I'm sorry I just can't do that anymore I'm just not I'm just not set up for that anymore also like I started I remember I started that date in a white skirt by the end of the night it was like yellow it was (laughs) it was like I don't know if it was where I was sitting or what or just because people are like sweating all over the place and clubs are like 60 70 dollars to get in on caravan a weekend and also too it always rains that weekend like in Canada like in Toronto it always rains three dates in the summer Victoria Day weekend, Canada Day, and Caravan Weekend. Those are three <laughs> times.
vibes that it always rains when people want to be outside okay so um i know i just don't do and the americans that come up for caravana are just so gross because you can tell that they're just here to like get laid or whatever so yeah they're so gross i'm not like yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but that's what y'all that's what you guys be doing. Hey, what? I just I, I disagreed with you. I literally agreed with you. Listen, not just the two of us, you can't be mean to me. People will witness you being mean to me. Like, I feel like I'm doing you regardless. It's really awkward, but it's also super catchy. I don't know. I just really like it. Me too. I think it's cute. It's very catchy. Okay, so who's this? Winter. Are you wasting your time? Yes, it's winter. I love, though, like the whole song is like, go outside and touch grass. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's fantastic. You know, this would be in like a concert. This would be the perfect time to like have it just be like kind of like acapella, like with the crowd. That would like, be the perfect moment. Yeah, I think so too. And then they would feel really better about themselves too. Be like, okay, at least you sound better than these people that are trying to sing their song. See, like, Karina's not the lead singer, but she had, like, ending ad-libs. So, like, this, I, I, as I said, I feel I like... Think it's, well, she's, like, if she's the face and the center of the group, then they're gonna push her to do a lot of the stuff, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I just, like, <laughs> Red Velvet are singers. I go blank when they rap. That is true. That is true. Well, I just saw uh, I agree. <laughs> uh so what did you think about the album um i don't know it's fine i don't really have <laughs> like i don't know i don't know what it is like not many albums impress me much these days so i don't know it's fine yeah i mean like i, I feel like um the I think SME kind of dropped the ball with Espa because they don't actually have like a full album by now, which is very strange because every group because I they're think had it. Because um, they're following the Blackpink print. Oh, uh, you're right. You're right. EPs <laughs> and singles. EPs and singles. I mean, Blackpink, their first album is a million seller. So, you know, it works. But I just like this whole album was really underwhelming because they pre-released Illusions, they pre-released Life's Too Short, and then they just had two new songs, well, three if you include the title track, which is Girls, which was kind of meh, and then it was just ICU and Lingo. Lingo is garbage, and so you just have ICU being like this coffee shop blend song, and <laughs> if you compare it to Savage, Savage itself isn't groundbreaking, but at least it was trying to do things. I feel like this album was not trying to do anything at all. It was just like they needed to drop an album and they just picked whatever songs they could come across. You know what I mean? I, I so, agree. I think that I yeah. I think that makes sense. Um mm-hmm. I think like I said, my 
problem with Espa. It's just that like I just need them to, and it's not even just Espa. I think my problem with most fourth gen um, idols is none of them have personalities. Like I just need someone to have a personality. Yeah, they're all pandemic babies, so um, like these groups. So it's not. Yeah, I feel like and they just don't. Asia, right, we need like facials and attitudes and something like give some us sort of something. chemistry. Yeah, we do need it, and Espa has proven that they don't have like even attitude. I think, and it's the funny thing is, Ning Ning is the one member that everybody gravitates towards, and when they performed at Coachella, she was the only person giving. She was yeah. the only one trying to interact with the crowd. So I feel like she's the only one who kind of is showing some sort of personality. And I hope to see her do that more. Uh, but it's unfortunate that SME's agenda is, you know, Karina and Winter as the two members that they're going to push out because they lack that chemistry. I feel like even Giselle has more personality. But Giselle's lucky because she speaks English. So for all these English promotions, mm-hmm. she gets to talk the most. Yeah, she gets to talk <laughs> so, the most. Yeah, that makes sense, though. Yeah. So, but that's why I kind of feel more from her. You know what I mean? Uh, so Mina says that Ning Ning seems the most mature. And even though she does not smile, seem to smile a ton either, she seems the most alluring to me, at least. No, I agree. No, I agree. She is exactly. the most captivating, in my opinion, as well. But I like, I like Espa. I like the music. I, for the most part, I like so what funny. they put out. When Giselle, yeah. when Giselle, when Giselle had like, you know, her Enrid scandal and her response was basically the song bops. What can I do about it? <laughs> She's like, I got cut up, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this was great. And I was just like, you know what? You know what? Out of all of the apologies we've gotten, this seems like the most real. Authentic, and right? That's my song. Like, like I feel like she she like the only person who actually wrote her own because she came on Twitter by uh, that's the first time anyone from SME ever came on Twitter with an apology and she it seemed like she actually wrote her message you know what I mean everybody else's message is always like I did not mean to do that culture exchange yada 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 I will reflect I don't know anything yes because I don't have access to internet but whatever exactly yeah right fastest like internet in the world but I I just don't know things just things <laughs> but so what would no, you I don't know. out of we don't Mem- do albums right? letters oh wait we Mem- did yeah. we did one album and we said Ryan's album yeah we said letters you're yeah, right letters I'm gonna give it like a c plus is it the same that you gave Nyan's album I'm gonna give it a c no, you know what? I, if I if that's the same that I gave Nyan's, I'm, I'm gonna give this a B minus. You know why? Because I actually like Life's Too Short, <laughs> and I would definitely. But you liked that Nyan song. You like you really liked that Nyan song. We like, but I've already forgotten members. it. But huh? I've already forgotten them. I've already forgotten yeah. them. So, but that's just because you haven't listened to it again. Yeah. I guess <laughs> but we really like that song with Felix, and that's true. Minus minus Felix rap, but we liked it. Yeah, and and the other one that was really I forget what it was called but the one that was like had really interesting like instrumentals on it that one was good too yeah okay well well um okay (laughs) so um I'm gonna give it a b minus yes you'll give it okay perfect wonderful okay so that was the first half I guess more than half because we're already over four o'clock a little bit um but 
let us get into um, something that's more on theme because this is a festival, you know, that's bringing awareness to mental health, um, you know, minority mental health, but just mental health in general, guys. And we've been in fandoms for a very long time. You know, uh, I remember being in like the Roswell fandom in like 20, like the early, the early 2000s being a part of like the Roswell fandom on fan forum and I was a moderator on the David Boreanaz and the (laughs) Buffy the Vampire Slayer board um I have literally been in fandoms for a very 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 long time and um I know we like complain a lot about toxicity in fandoms and it's this it's the same everywhere but I will say it wasn't until I got Tumblr uh and I got into Roz into sorry TVD but and Merlin and then also sort of like connected a bit with the Doctor Who fandom um that I started to see a pattern in that anytime somebody was perceived to be black or Mm -hmm. black um it just seems like the racism jumps out automatically. It's like, you know, it, like it you're leads, mad at somebody. It leads and bounds and it's just, and it's it's something that hasn't changed. Like it literally has no. not changed. No. And I, it's actually kind of interesting, like over the weekend that Candace Patton's uh, um, interview went out about yeah. how like CW just like allowed people to, be all sorts of ways towards her and they didn't protect her at all and say anything and like how Eric I think his name is Eric Williams he's a writer for the flash he took over after um Brad left or took a break or whatever I don't know what was going on there but he he went private I think around the time that um Candace's article or her her podcast episode came out because people had been saying that like once he took over Candace her her role as Iris West, which is a huge role in the Flash's story, yeah, um, it was, was also, diminished. She was very. It was like she was definitely um, a trendsetter and like kind of one of the catalysts of having these comic book characters, race band. Ca- yeah, race band. So like, because like yeah. that was like one of the first time that like someone in like a regular role as Iris West was casted as a black person. Yeah, and I also too, I I did, I was on the internet. I vividly I vividly remember all of the comments, all of yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and like as I said, there's like Merlin people who would be like, I don't like, I just don't understand why you know Merlin like Gwen has to be black. First of yeah. all, um, Angel Colby's not even black. She's like Guyanese and some and like like mixed, something yeah, else. Just, yeah, yeah. She, but you she's know actually what's interesting not too. <laughs> Yeah. When you talk about yeah. Merlin, right? You notice mm. how like everyone is very quick to ship um Merlin and Arthur. The two dudes. Yeah. Yes. And that's like that's something that is very much prevalent. Whenever one of the person in a ship is a person of color, mainly a black woman, all of a sudden it's either that character needs to be the black woman needs to be gay or yes. the man who's her love interest is, is gay. gay. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and even with Martha Martha Jones on Doctor Who, I noticed that she was like the least like companion. Yeah, she is. And, like I, everyone, like all of the, all of my non-black friends that are Doctor Who fans, they dislike Martha the most, and I'm just like, I don't understand. 
yeah, I was like, Martha is like the most capable of his companions. Rose was like, you know, a basic shop girl. I love Rose. And I think I understand why people are connected to her because she was the first of the new who. So like, and because of the whole 10 or doctor and Rose romance, like I totally get it. But like Martha's a, in medical school. Martha, you know, comes from like, you know, what everybody considers the standard family. You know, Martha was everything that she was supposed to be um, as, a, as a fictional character that people should like. But I noticed that people rejected her for those reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like if they had switched places and Martha was like this from the single mom shop girl, um, who was a shop girl um, with this like flaky boyfriend, I feel like people would have hated her like just as much because it wasn't like her character it was who she was and like people are like oh but she wanted to get with the doctor I'm like yeah she did but like when she realized that wasn't gonna happen she was very quickly able to move on like she wasn't pining for this man she walked the whole goddamn earth okay guys and Mm -hmm. defeated the master when he was like a shriveled up humanoid you know what I mean so I just don't understand why like I mean I I don't understand, but I can see why people reacted to her the way that they did. Um, But, and, but talking about like Merlin as well, just quickly, like people would readily um, be like, oh, well, you know, it's just not realistic that Guinevere, but there's a track, a talking dragon who introduces the show every episode. And that's why I absolutely disliked. Like anytime you, you criticize any piece of media, you're like, oh, you know, why don't you have a, like a black person here and they'll be like oh there, there were no black people back in the medieval times okay this is literally fantasy you literally someone literally just made this up in their mind what are you talking about like there's dragons and talking monsters but a black person is what's unfantable but also too like the whole Arthurian legend is just that it's a legend it's not a historical fact like exactly. what <laughs> Arthur doesn't exist people like they literally cannot trace this man to a single like this is the dude like they can't do that with Arthur or Merlin or Morgana so like let's get over it but anyways you know (laughs) just to say like this is the bullshit we've been dealing with for a long time so it's like you know how do you find joy in in fandoms how do you find peace in fandoms and you know (laughs) there are many ways that you do that for me I've realized that um even with like the podcast and just, you know, being a part of like Twitter spaces and doing all these other things that I like, I'm just not as invested in that, like in terms of, you know, making them careers or anything like that. I feel like I've realized after a while, like there are so only certain heights that, you know, Black people, specifically Black women can have in these spaces. There are like, certain obstacles that are there and because I'm tired (laughs) of talking about race and gender in fandoms over like you know 20 years at this point I just feel like (laughs) I'm treating them like hobbies you know if they you know bring me you know some sort of notoriety if they bring me some sort of financial gain that's fine but I'm not I'm trying to have a life and these are the things that I like I enjoy this is these are things that I enjoy on top of it these are not things that I'm using as you know like a second income or anything like that I'm just like I'm here to have a good time it's kind of like yeah. vibe that I'm trying to like push and I feel like this year is definitely the year for that um which is why we had to 
we we did remodel like our Nyan output and you know just like I'm very limited in things that I'm willing to do like we do the k-pop um uh the black into k-pop sorry space once a month at the end of the month <laughs> and that is it you know what I mean like that yeah. like we uh-huh. can do it like and then every and every time you do it there's <laughs> But you see, this is this is the reason that we only do it, do it once a month. A month. No, but for real though, like for me, I think, um, I think like just like you said, just getting like very exhausted as of like doing all that stuff for as long as we have, and like I was so young, you know. Um, yeah. and now I'm like I'm like so much I'm so much older now and stuff like that. Like I just have to like I try. I also try not to like indulge in fandom if that makes sense like if I like something now like I watch this show and I really like it I just I try to not focus too much on the fandom portion because like it gets really exhausting and like I have to protect my peace and my mental health you know yeah because like absolutely the way like like listen you notice and for the people who are listening in like listen if there's one person that I will throw hands on, on site, if I ever see them, it is Julie Plack. <laughs> the, the torture that I endured as a Black woman who was really into a character on this supernatural show and the things that she did to Kat Graham, oh. And then me having to deal with that, like, in the fandom space because like it was so dark it was so dark and so hard out here for us you know it was oh my god like I the depths the depths of just hell that whole you know six seven years because I didn't watch the last season of TVD was actually I didn't watch the first season live I think I watched it live from season two so probably about five years but like just the way that we had to form our own committee, like our own, like protect Bonnie squad yeah, and Bonnie everything Bennett that had to happen with like, that. <laughs> yeah. It was just like nuts. It was. Um, and like, like yeah, I and do. Then and, that's the same thing mm-hmm. now too, with like um, K-pop. K-pop um, mm-hmm. And just the way that Black people are treated. And it's the thing is too, it's not even just by like other K-pop like it's not even like by non-black people like fellow black people of certain groups the way they treat criticism of certain groups and you're just like why are you enabling this yeah yeah it's it's giving uncle ruckus coon vibes um (laughs) but that's why like number you know number two uh, number one is like i'm just here to have a good time number two is find a tribe yes. find a group of like-minded people who Absolutely. are just here to have a good time who have similar sense of humor because like one thing I have noticed is that like black humor does not translate does very not, well girl, with a lot of these translate. people in k-pop so you have to kind of be really careful like when JB and Purity's relationship came out it was nine months I had so many jokes lined up. I honestly did because mm-hmm. I loved Like, you know, I love GOT7. I love JB. Mm-hmm. Purity is so cool and fantastic. And I'm very happy for them. Especially since they hit it for nine months. Like, goddamn. I mean, but, they didn't get it from me. I knew, but okay. 
Well, I mean, you always know these things, right? <laughs> but anyways, yes. So I was just like, you know, I had jokes for days. Like one of the jokes I was actually going to say was that she seems way cooler than him. So I was kind of surprised. I was like, girl, you can level up even higher than JB. But you know, I, I was like, <laughs> I can't say this because then the JB fans would be like, how dare you? He worked night and day to, you know, get got sevens legal um like shit together get their rights you know get their together for this comeback i'm like but here here's the thing got some fans were all like oh got the jb worked you know the midnight oil to do all of this work and he's the hardest working leader in k-pop but in the interview he said that the ceo of jyp just said hey you guys you, you want the rights okay here here they are they didn't have to go to court he didn't have to fight for them. He literally just had to go to different, you know, companies and get people to sign things. Like literally that's mm -hmm. what it sounds like. So um, I was just like, listen, it sounds like you guys thought he was all busy with GOT7 stuff. And that when that was proved incorrect and then the dating rumor came out, it sounded like he's really been working hard at dating this girl. <laughs> but you As know, he I'm just saying, happy. As he should, he is a grown ass you know what even if he was 15 I'd be like it's fine you want to date somebody date somebody don't let these fans tell you what to do I heard right? this, like there's somebody on I always, IG, remember I always like, say I would be a terrible idol because yeah. I think I would just do things to purposely antagonize I like I probably wouldn't end up having any fans unless it's just like fans who are like me and are like oh and she messy. does not care <laughs> she's not <laughs> I would I would I would uh, I would be a menace like they would hate me I would date everybody I could date if I was pop idol. I, I, listen, when I go to Inky, everybody getting my number in that sandwich. Everybody, <laughs> everybody getting my number. I mean, like, if I was a trainee, ooh, at JYPE when two PM was active, I'd be like, listen, I would, oh, I would huh? lay open, but that's besides the point. <laughs> but this is what I mean. Look, let me tell you, Jenny Kim. Continue doing what you're doing, girl. Girl, I'm very listen, proud of you. She collecting them like little trophies. Get it, girl. Don't let them get don't it. Let them bitches are like, oh, she's a serial dater. Okay, she's 23. Let her, well, 24, I think, 25. Oh my God, wow. I've known she's her. She's 25. For so long. Yeah. I've yeah. known her for so she's long. 25. <laughs> on me but yeah she's 25 let her date who she wants to date for however long she wants to date. Okay, she dates someone Tuesday and then breaks up with him and starts dating someone else Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. Um, can you not thing, say right? that? I don't think that's very emotional for me right now. Okay. The <laughs> doing everything. <laughs> you are right. This is very you emotional. You are right. You know what's funny? We always get on Union Key for getting a job, but Jenny, she has Jenny. too many jobs. You need to do one thing. And the one listen, thing that you're no is your main job. You need to do that. Listen, you know the group chat be dragging her every like we literally like she's just she just came back from LA because you know she's like mm -hmm. the idol or whatever that show. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. damn, this girl literally everywhere but the studio. <laughs> like I respect it. Like, you know, you get in your bag, but like also, come on. And then they're like, Oh, um, you know, Jisoo has to do her solo. And I'm like, but Jisoo herself in that Rolling Stone interview said that she doesn't know what her solo wants to be. So she knows yeah. her limitations. So like, yeah. let's just skip her and go back to Jenny so that we can finally get an album now. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm just like, you know what? Find your tribe. Because you see how we are able to joke about Jenny and like, <laughs> it's fun. Vicky came in with it. Like, find a tribe. Find a group of like-minded people yeah. who 
like have your sense of humor and who like similar things. It doesn't have to be exactly the same, even though it'd be good to have like one or two things that are exactly the same. Um, because so like guys Matt and I, with that. We, the two of us, we argue all the time about like stupid things. So like, yeah, absolutely. Because we don't, we don't share the same opinion on like everything, but like no. there's no love lost about it because like we have the same like um mentality and like the same vibe and that's how we get it through like you know like that's why I send you voice messages of my day for no reason <laughs> yes and, you're gonna and that's why I send you like you're gonna voice messages of all the drama I have to actually go into the office this week so you're gonna be like Ooh. oh my god <laughs> who will I play dominoes with <laughs> <laughs> but yes yeah, so number two is find your tribe it could be anywhere um I found like you know people you know, if you meet one person who's cool and they have like a discord or like are a part of a discord and they invite you, that's another way to do yeah. things because then you can be on these discords and you'll meet new people and you guys can have your own like synergy together. And, you know, you have that place. I think it's really important to find your tribe because if you don't, you're going to be, you're going to try to find connections on Twitter. And most of the people on Twitter are nuts. Like I'm just, gonna be honest I mean with you. I'm uh, on Twitter and I'm kind of nuts so like it's yeah you're not far off it's true it's rough it's rough out there like you find like diamonds in the rough here or there but like it's really like a lot of people on Twitter are pretending to be other things and other people oh, yeah, so absolutely. you gotta be really careful um like you know I've been like I'm pretty guarded online I'm like not with my my thoughts and opinions obviously but with my <laughs> my actual identity because you know being a black woman in these spaces is very alluring for people to for doxing reasons and things like that so that's why I personally just don't share my full information or my face or anything Same. like that uh but you know you can meet cool people and then once you guys are cool enough you know you can go on to others places other sites and you can kind of like connect and like you'll be able to be see, be on people's Instagrams and you'll be able to see people for the first time and like do video messages and things like that. So like there is, you know, some good on Twitter. It's just really hard. I would say like a good place to find people, like if you are a part of Ashley Max, um, her Discord, that's a good place to meet like chill people. Everybody's an adult, every, but everybody's still fangirls and like has a good time of it. And Ashley sometimes does like, live like should do live streams and stuff like that or just like hangouts so that's actually really cool um and you know I think the third thing is to make sure that you know you have things going on in the real world like I know some people you know they don't live close to their family they don't have any family you know maybe they don't have a lot of friends or like everybody's busy you know you get to that age where like your friends are all getting married and having kids and you're like the person who probably doesn't. Uh, so it's really hard. Or maybe you are the person who has the kids and whatever and your friends are going out and you're like at home with the baby. Um, and so, you know, people kind of grow into like you guys are all on one branches on like one tree and then, you know, people sort of branch out and that's normal. Um, so I think that it's really, really, really important for people to um you know, when that happens, like find things that make you happy hobby wise, like mm -hmm. whether it's like, you know, watching things or, you know, listen, listening to podcasts, you know, maybe going on a walk every day, maybe going to the gym, yeah. maybe, maybe, you know, maybe it's sometimes purposely making a tweet that 
gets people upset and then logging off and then watching them <laughs> each other in your mentions for fun. <laughs> just, just sometimes. Not all the time. But sometimes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, these are all things that can help. Um, I think anyways, when you're dealing with fandom faces, because it's good to find, you know, people who like the things that you like and like be able to talk about like the latest episode, the latest comeback. All that stuff is really fun. But the problem is that there are a lot of agents and people out there who are just yeah. like here to be toxic, here to start mess, here to and watch I feel the like bur- one of the, the main burn. problems is that like everyone like I feel like some there's there's two type of like consumers, right? There's the type mm-hmm. that are like us where we understand that it like it doesn't have to be perfect and we can we can enjoy something while recognizing its imperfections whereas mm-hmm. there's other people where if it's there like if it if it was released created whatever by this person it is perfect and there's no flaw in it and if you're a fan and you point that out then they come for you with the pitchforks and it's just like come on like yeah. no form of media is ever going to be perfect no no you should be able to handle criticism you're an adult for the most part though there are a lot of kids on twitter so like you know you kind of have to be mindful of that as well too but yeah i think if you follow those three things you should be able to handle being in fandom spaces and still maintaining your happiness and your glow because at the center of all of those three things is the you you are the most important person in all of this because you are the only person you're stuck with people come and go but you have yourself, basically. You have this shell here forever. So you have to kind of um, put that first. You know what I mean? And your happiness, your mental health, you know, like having positive energy really helps me. I can speak for everybody, but like being positive and sort of just focusing on the good parts of things helps me. And I, like that, you know, and focusing on things that I like. And I just said this year, I'm trying to like focus more on doing the things that I like more than, you know, things that I'm supposed to be doing, quote unquote. And so like, that's why I, you know, I'm still doing my podcast. I'm still enjoying them. I'm doing the radio. I love that, doing that. And, you know, going outside, having my daily walks, listening to other podcasts, mm-hmm. talking to my you friends, talking to Nikki, playing <laughs> dominoes. You know, like these are things that we do for fun because we need it. You know what I mean? And yeah. so it's just really, you know, important <laughs> to protect your mental health with everything that's, especially with everything that's going on in the world, you know? So um i think we have an hour i don't know what happens if we go over the hour <laughs> i don't know i, I feel like I mean, there are breakout hour, rooms right? yeah yeah i feel like there are breakout rooms there are a lot of like i feel like everybody had a show right now um <laughs> <laughs> that's why like aisha had to go because she's doing an interview or something like that or she's yeah. in her room like so that's why like everybody's sort of like all over the place but um i don't know if we like if we can just kind of continue because if we can just continue i will get yeah, some I more wine i don't know what's um i'll some more wine we can listen to some music watch some music videos <laughs> we can chill if you want i don't know yeah, what happens? Like, like this is a breakout room and like what's the tea yeah. <laughs> like let me, we, can let me... we, can, we can we can watch an episode of january longest show in existence I don't even remember yeah. what happened. To, I don't even remember what happened the last time, to be honest. So last episode, Jangbury's mom, aka Super Bitch, 
uh, spread that lie about her former sister-in-law and said her for, like and said that she took Jamboree and put her in the car and that she probably ran away after the car accident or died. And that's why the stupid ass husband that she has is all like, if sister-in-law comes back, I will hate her forever. She better not come back. I hate her. And, you know, the mom, the, the matriarch, the grandmother is like, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. And so she's still trying to hear. Wow, all of that happened? How did I miss that? Yeah, and then the father, like the um, former brother-in-law, who is the father of the male lead, was, you know, he had found her. And then um, his, his bastard son realized and told his mother and his mother showed up to the just to the former um sister-in-law and was all like you better not come for money even though it is your money i don't care because it's mine now and sister-in-law was like you're classless and walked off it was actually kind of funny because she was all like what how dare you run away from me when i've been here for all this time and she was just like silence as she walked away because one lady has class one lady does it and we know who does it it's that hoe anyways um and then what happened jangbury's design remember got selected oh, because yeah. her fake sister the evil the evil girl was all like had told her mother to stab up the girl's outfit and yeah. she did stab up her outfit but the sister the former sister-in-law was like nope I knew she was going to come. I knew something was like, this was going to happen. So I gave you a, the wrong one. And here's the right one. So Jamboree did show up. And because oh, yeah. the the fake sister was all like, you're going to win. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll just chill here and like, you know, get our victory. They weren't even there when the celebrity came and chose an outfit. So Jamboree got it. And then basically the episode ended with her slapping Jamboree. Oh, because dang. like how dare jamboree work hard be talented get somewhere <laughs> like in life while you skate by on lies and mean, she remember was evil too, she was evil as a child and yeah. obviously she just continued to be evil because she's pregnant right and then she tried to have an abortion. yeah and remember she we thought she was miscarrying but she wasn't and she's no. just been banging a lot of blood so people don't know. Scary, though. Yeah, it was so strange. Like the whole storyline with her and that baby is so strange. Like she's trying to like get rid of it without actually getting rid of it because they not the doctor refused to give her an abortion. So she's like, What well, oh, is it because she's too far along, right? That's why. Yeah, she was too far along. So now she's probably just like bend she's bending her stomach and wearing those really big humbugs. Yeah. So that it's so, not like, obvious. It's, so I remember in the ooh, yeah. Chinese. Yeah, in the Chinese version, she does have the baby and gives it uh, up for adoption. No, well, Jang Bori ends up raising the child, and like as if it's her child. No, so that everyone. Yeah, and no. Like, yeah, and then the whole family is like, "Oh, we don't want," because like you know the the main lead. So obviously, I can't. I don't remember the names of the characters in the Chinese version, but I do know the actress. So Deng Loon, he was like really into our female lead, obviously. And like, he didn't care that she had a child. He just like, he was like, I want her. Like, she's everything for me. Um, They were really beautiful. Like, that's one of the reasons I really liked the Chinese version was that just that like, they had a really good relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. But his family was like, no, you can't be with her because she has a child. Mean t- meanwhile, the whole time they're encouraging the other sister and being like, the other sister is better and she's the one that's worthy, even though she's the one who actually had the, had child. the child. Yeah. Mm. That's very, very. So I wonder, it's probably going to be the same here then, which means there's going to yeah. be another time jump. 
Well, there would have to be. Um, because I don't see everything, all 40-something episodes happening, right? Like, at this Yeah, age. there's going to be another... You know what I mean? Maybe that's yeah. when her hair gets... Remember we saw her hairstyle again? Yeah, and it was different. It was better, right? So... Yeah. But the thing is, like, he... Hmm. I guess in the time jump is when she would have a gotten that little girl to raise her. Yeah. To believe because he knows her now and she doesn't have any kids. Yeah. So, no, that's what I'm saying. So like he's gonna. Yeah. Because like it's gonna be because like that was what happened in the Chinese drama. It was like they met at this time when he was away from like the city and like met her in the new like in that like village place, and then mm-hmm. after that like they hung out he like was really into her but then he ended up having to go back to the main villa to work at the company or something and then the sister dropped off the daughter and then was like raise her mom or whatever and so then Bori uh... ended up raising her and then I think it was probably another like five-year time jump or something and then mm. they met up again later that makes sense that makes sense oh wow this is really gonna be the longest. And like if and, and like like I said, ever. if the mother-in-law, if the mother-in-law does, like if the the fake mom does all that the fake mom did in China in the Chinese drama, it's gonna be terrible. Because so also I also feel like the level of like vindictive stuff that Homegirl has done so far has been a little bit more evil than the Chinese version was. Really? Huh. Yeah. Well, I I also think remember like remember Chinese TV, like Chinese dramas are more heavily censored than that's true than Korean dramas are. But you know that's what's true. something that has been irritating me and like even though I like you know I'm watching Eve right now and I yeah I'm I'm still enjoying it very much. I'm on episode I think nine or ten now. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, she's confessed that you know she's sleeping with her husband and all that stuff, and um I just. I'm like flabbergasted by how many white people they get all the time to play roles in these dramas. I don't like it. I'm sorry. Like I watch. And it's Asian not like media. no disrespect to white people at all or anything. I just no. like I just, I just think it's interesting that like yeah they find and then they never white people to do all of these roles, but then whenever it's like you find like a POC, they're either like stealing something Stereotype. or yep. it's oh it's a scene of people in Africa, and I'm just like irritated by it <laughs> yeah no absolutely absolutely it's like you know you get these black dudes to be bodyguards or to be your ghetto crew you know what I mean instead and or like if it's you know an Indian person or whatever like they're always stereotypes you know very thick heavy accents and you know yeah being you know that Thank kind you for of character agreeing with us. <laughs> yeah no it's it's so annoying because you're just like how, like you are, and the white this is the thing with the white actors they can't act so that on top of all of that you have like people putting more work into being the stereotype sidekick than into being or like you know that nigerian man that they put in like rastafarian like oh my god locks, please don't you know don't, don't remind <laughs> me oh my goodness yeah so that's why it's like so annoying because it's like you always can find you know people for these you know, bad stereotypes. But then with white people, like when I watched um, that drama with uh, another Oak um, Hey Young, mm-hmm. um, you know, like remember my one complaint was like they had so many white people in this drama and none of them could act. 
I mean, like, this is my complaint right now with Eve so yeah. far. It's just that, like, and I mean, I get it, right? Because they're supposed to be, like, high-profile pro- people and they're always interacting with, like, the New York stock market and all that stuff. But I'm like, would it kill you to have one non-white person? Just one. Like, they don't even have to yeah. be Black. Like, literally, just any other race but a white person. Yeah. I will uh, say, so though, she so was showing off her Spanish tongue. I was like, okay, girl, yeah. Because, we like, you know, she studied abroad in Spain so yeah. like oh, I think, okay I didn't yeah, know that. she did for a couple of years I, I forgot I, I want to say oh, wait you're right because then people were like from Spain were like she was a bitch when she was over <laughs> during her controversy <laughs> I do remember that <laughs> I do remember that yeah she was um, showing off her delicate she was showing off her Spanish skills I was like get it girl yeah no good for her I love her I'll watch Eve when it's done maybe um, I think I'm going to officially start Unicell season one this week. Oh, you're gonna watch Why? season one? Because there's still two weeks until season two ends, and I want to know the ending. I, I want to kind of like watch so why the ending are you at the same time. One? Because I feel like I'm at like I'm at a point where like I need things to watch during the day because I'm all caught up in Sisters Who Bake Wave season three, um, the Chinese um, variety competition show. Yeah, so the only reason why you're watching that is because of Jessica. Uh huh. Of course, um, Jessica Zhang is everything. No, start. But anyways, let's start yeah. something on Netflix. Well, I figured though, by the time I finish binging like Yumi Cell, I'll be right mm. caught up for the last episode. So like that's I kind pl- of like I what like, I'm thinking. I planned on starting um, attorney lawyer Wu today. Oh, I heard really good things about that. I mean, I've been listen. I didn't need to. I didn't care if it was good or bad. I was gonna watch it anyways. Like. I am a Park and Bin stan. Like, no, I'm a Park and Bin stan. Like, I love her to death. I watch everything that she's been in. Like, I've literally watched every single thing that she's been in. We're coming to an end, you know. Um, you can reach us at gmail at gmail at sojuchronicles at gmail.com or on Twitter at sojuchronicles. Um, and thank you for spending time with us. You can still donate. Go to KPSN Fest. Um, and you can like on Twitter or just like the website itself and you can donate. The goal is 1,200 and we're currently at like 25%. So, you know, definitely donate if you can, of course, what you can. And it's going to go to the NAMI house and it's going to go to mental health awareness. Um, and it's just going to good cause to people who need it. So it's very, very um, important if you can that you do donate. But thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you. Bye.